and welcome back to episode 9 of Kicking Off with Caitlin. This is your host, Caitlin McCarthy. I just want to thank everyone for listening to my last episodes. I really appreciate all the feedback and support I've been getting throughout this process. For this episode, I will be talking about the recap from week 5, so including some of the games, some of the star players from last week, as well as my predictions and some things you should look out for for week six. My predictions last week, honestly, were not so good. I went six and nine. Tough week for me, I guess, but overall for the season, I'm 35 and 29. To start off, the Patriots and the Broncos were scheduled to play for week five. That did not happen. Many positive tests came back for the Patriots, including Cam Newton, as we knew about already, and Stefan Gilmore as well, and a few other staff members and personnel. But good news is Cam Newton and Stefan Gilmore both practiced on Thursday. They practiced Friday, and they're expected to go for tomorrow. So Patriots and Broncos were supposed to play last week, but they're on for tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Because of this game, there's been so many schedule changes now, not only for like the Patriots or the Broncos, but the New York Jets and the Los Angeles Chargers had many changes for their schedule, at least three games like moved around for each. So when a team doesn't play because of COVID, it doesn't only affect them, it affects other teams as well. So we'll see that goes. Hopefully there won't be many more postponements, but I don't mind seeing Tuesday Night Football. I really enjoyed it. It was a good game too. We had the undefeated Titans and the undefeated Bills, and let me just say Derrick Henry is a stud. That stiff arm on Josh Norman was crazy and very exciting to see. I love seeing those plays, and he had two touchdowns, and something I said in my last podcast, like, Having, like, basically two weeks off for the Titans, I really thought, like, they would struggle because they were not able to practice. They weren't really able to do anything for almost two weeks, and clearly that wasn't an issue for them. They beat the Bills 42-16, to and the Bills are a really good team, have a lot of potential in the AFC, but they made the Bills look really bad. And no, um, just because the Bills lost one game, I don't think they suck. I don't think they are a poor team. They still are a great team, still have so much potential. They are still my favorite for the AFC East. As I said before the season, I think the Bills are going to take it. And honestly, I'm really rooting for the Bills. I want to see a team other than the Patriots win the AFC East, and I feel like this could be their year. But the Bills do have another tough matchup this week. They play the Chiefs, but... I still think they're going to win it down the stretch, but we'll see. We also had the Atlanta Falcons had a positive test come back on Thursday. They had a closer facility. But since then, luckily, there have been no more positive tests, and they are expected to play tomorrow against the Vikings. The Jaguars today had a positive test. They did all of their meetings and whatnot on online, um, and they still are expected to play tomorrow. So hopefully we cross our fingers, no more postponements, schedule changes, but I do give credit to the NFL. I think they're doing a really good job. They are trying their best to keep the season going, not only for the fans, like the players want this too. So I'm just really happy that they're doing what they can to make the season keep going. Odell Beckham Jr. had an illness on Friday course precautionary reasons we're scared that he had covid he didn't just um 
a different I'm not sure what the illness was, but he is going to play on Sunday against the Steelers, and that's a really big game for them. The Baltimore Ravens had to put their star defensive tackle, Brandon Williams, on the COVID reserve list. He will not play Sunday. They don't know when he's going to come back, and that's a big loss for the Ravens. He's been a veteran for that team for many years, and he is a key part to that defense. So we'll see how the Ravens replace him this week and see how they'll do without him. The Steelers had a great game, but Chase Claypool had an excellent game on Sunday. He had four touchdowns for 110 yards and seven receptions, and he killed it. And he made football look easy. And I feel like he fits really well into the Steelers' offense with Big Ben. And I feel like they have a lot of chemistry, and it's only going to get better for Claypool. And I'm really excited to see how I'll do for the rest of the season. Definitely, like, someone I wasn't expecting to excel. I really thought, like, Juju um, was going to have, like, a really good season. But Claypool may be the star on this team this year. Another side note, um, the Pro Bowl is canceled. This is the first time since 1949. Um, Honestly, I'm not upset about it. And I don't think many other people are. Nobody really watches the Pro Bowl. It's kind of just, like nonsense like nobody really cares for it um but it definitely will be weird not to see it I do like to see what players like get into the Pro Bowl and things like that especially since like last year's being a Ravens fan 11 players on my team were in the Pro Bowl and that was tied for the most ever which was like really exciting to see but of course like I didn't watch the Pro Bowl or anything like I could care less about that game especially since every player is like just being cautionary um, to make sure they don't get hurt, and I totally understand that. So I definitely won't be missing the Pro Bowl, but just something I wanted to point out. And Alex Smith, he played for the first time last week since November of 2018, and that was, like, such an emotional, like, time. Like, I've, like, felt emotion. Like, I'm not a Washington fan. I don't know any of them. But, like, to see him go back on the field after his leg injury that was so painful and, like, like so hard for him to, like, get through, he almost had got his leg amputated and he had 17 surgeries. And I just was felt so happy for him that he got to, like, he gets to keep playing. And I was really excited for him. Like, he didn't have a great game, and of course, like, that's not all of his fault. The offensive line gave up six sacks to him. Um, Honestly, when I saw him getting sacked, I honestly got a little nervous because when he played in his last game, that's what happened to um his leg when his leg got broken. So, um, but he, I'm excited for him, and he is going to be the starter for week six, Ron Rivera said. So, I'm hoping he'll get a win this week. You know, it's been a tough road for him. And since we had um we had Alex Smith come back, it was great. Unfortunately, we had to see another quarterback have a really painful injury. Dak Prescott, I felt so bad. I'm of course like I'm not a Cowboys fan either, but to see him like being so much pain, you see Jerry Jones, you saw all of the Cowboys players, Giants. Jason Garrett went over there to make sure he was okay. Like I mean, as he should. He's been he was his head coach for all of his other pre- previous years. But it was just really something painful to watch. And I feel like even Giants fans, Eagles fans, like, they all felt that pain. And, like, Dak Prescott has been through so much. Like, this past year, he opened up about his um, mental illness, depression. And um, his older brother killed himself in April. And I feel like it's just been, like, a really rough year. 
I mean, it's been a rough year for all of us in 2020, but I feel like um, Dak really is going through it right now. But he had successful uh, ankle injury on Sunday night, and he'll be out for the rest of the season. And they have a good backup. Like, he's not amazing. Andy Dalton, he would the starter for the Bengals for nine years. He didn't go anywhere, really. Like, he made it to the playoffs a few years but was not able to win a playoff game. But for the circumstances, that would be definitely a better backup that I would want because he has experience in the league. He's a veteran. He's been there. And especially, as I always say, the NFC East sucks, and obviously the Cowboys have a shot as if any team in that in that division has a shot to win it. But I just hope that Andy Dalton will work well with the rest of the team, the rest of the offense, so they can win out on top for the NFC East, for Dak. In New York, the New York Jets, they released Le'Veon Bell, and he signed a one-year deal with the Chiefs. He cannot play yet. He has to wait until next week. I believe he has to get five negative tests um, before he can join the team officially. And I can say that I did see the Jets releasing Le'Veon Bell I truly feel like he didn't even have a hamstring injury this year. I feel like he just didn't want to play for that team. And I totally understand, like, the frustration. I have plenty of friends that are Jets fans, and I, like, know the frustration that they feel of being 0-5 and they not being able to produce any points. Their defense is awful. Coaching, like, everything about it is not working for the Jets in any way, shape, or form. So I feel like Le'Veon Bell couldn't even be himself on the Jets. Offensive line doesn't do anything. Le'Veon Bell was a star in Pittsburgh. And, like, of course, things didn't go over right and whatever. But he didn't have a game over 100 rushing yards. And he had so many of those in Pittsburgh in his few years over there. So I'm excited for Bell. And he probably is going to work well with the rest of that offense with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And the Chiefs are just stacked. They just keep getting more and more players. And... And they're just dominant. Although, like, the Chiefs lost last week and they're no longer undefeated, they are looking amazing. I just feel like the Raiders really put up a really good fight last week and can show the Raiders prove the point. Like, they can show that they are in this. Like, they're in it for the AFC. Like, I feel like they kind of get overlooked a little bit, but they're a really good team. John Gruden's doing great. He did had a good draft. Like, I'm excited for the AFC. I feel like so many teams are in it. Like, we also have the Browns. They're, the Browns are 4-1, and one, and that hasn't happened in so many years. The Browns haven't won the division, I believe, since, like, the late 80s, early 90s. And they are totally in this. They're 4-1, and one, although they're third in the division. But if they win this week, it's going to be... It's going to be a race for number one, I could see. We also have Drew Locke coming back for the Denver Broncos. Now, he had an injury, a shoulder injury week two, but he practiced fully on Wednesday, and he's looking good. So he is expected to start against um, Cam Newton and the Patriots. So excited to see what he'll do. And also Jimmy Garoppolo, he came back last week, as well as running back Raheem Mozart. And it was not Garoppolo's game. He had three interceptions, and he got benched for C.J. Beathard. Um, and they lost really bad to the Dolphins. And I want to say, like, I'm not concerned, but I am, considering all the injuries they have, especially on the defense. And the Dolphins aren't really, like, a great team, like, at all. Like, they're mediocre. Like, some, I feel like that's always with the Dolphins. They always end up, like, 8-8. Eight and, eight, and they always have, like... 
one or two games a year that they're, like, not supposed to win. Like, they, when Brady was on the Patriots, like, Miami would win against Patriots at least once. And, like, they never were supposed to and things like that. But we'll see how um, the following weeks go for the 49ers and hopefully Jimmy Garoppolo could get healthy. I feel like they shouldn't have even started him. Truthfully, I feel like he could have had another week off considering they have a bye this week. But um, he did start but did get benched. So I do think he'll be the starter, obviously, for the next game. He's not going to be benched. But he definitely needs some more work done. And as I mentioned a little bit before, the AFC North is definitely the toughest division in this league right now. Everyone's looking good. Although the Bengals haven't really been producing wins like Joe Burrow other than last week he didn't do so well Joe Burrow really has made a big impact on the offense and they seem so far out of it but they're really not of course it's early in the season so many things can change players go down and things like that but this division is way better than I expected it to be and as being as a Ravens fan it kind of stresses me out a little bit more than I would like it to the Ravens had that division all year last year we were in first from week one to week 17 So, definitely a little nervous. The Ravens definitely can't afford any losses and things like that. And the Steelers and the Browns are going to be a big game this week. So, AFC North, I'd definitely be a division to pay attention to because that's going to come down to the final week for sure. Also, unfortunately, three teams still have not won a game. We have the Jets, the Giants, and the Falcons. Now, the Falcons fire Dan Quinn and the, and the general general manager this week. Um, so maybe they could get a win. Maybe Dan Quinn was the issue to that team. But I feel like there's just so much to that team. The secondary is awful. Matt Ryan is not accurate. Like, I feel like his days are over in the NFL. But we'll see. And for the Jets and the Giants, um, clearly it's a race for the number one pick. As I've been saying, I really wouldn't even know what to start with with those teams. Jets all around are awful and like Joe Flacco is a Super Bowl MVP and like he plays that bad like I understand like the offensive line isn't great and he doesn't have like weapons but like you are a Super Bowl MVP winning quarterback and you had all that money you were like the highest paid quarterback at one time and you can't do anything like you can't make any plays like he just stands there in the pocket and just like lets the defense sack him like I feel like he's even try he looks awful and I honestly expect him to be a little better, but his days are over. He really needs to retire. And for the Giants, um, definitely like an emotional game last week against the Cowboys, of course, with like Dak and things like that. But you you were in the game like the whole time and you just let that offense run down the field to win, have a game winning field goal. And mind you, you play you were playing Annie Dolan, which is the backup quarterback. And the, the Cowboys defense has been awful all year. They keep giving up so many plays, so many yards, things like that. So yeah, I don't know which New York team is worse. And I'm not a fan of either team, but I would really like to see a New York team do something. I would love to see the Giants win the division, but clearly not anytime soon. Well, I wouldn't say that because NFC East is awful. But for the Jets fans, your season is over, especially with the Bills up top and the Patriots right behind them. Yeah, it's going to be rough rest of the season for you guys, unfortunately. So for week six, 
there was no Thursday night game. I definitely missed my Thursday night game um, because of due to the schedule changes and things like that. We have a few teams on the bye week. So Los Angeles Chargers, 49ers, Saints, Raiders, Rams, and Seahawks all on a bye week this week, getting some rest. Um, our first week, I'm sorry, our first game for the week, Baltimore Ravens and the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going to say this could be a possible upset only because the Eagles played really well against the Steelers and they really were in it for the whole game, honestly, till the end. And considering how bad the Ravens passing offense is and how poorly they've been doing, like the Eagles honestly have a shot, but I still am going to pick the Ravens to win 21-17. Lamar needs to pass better. There's nowhere, no other way to say it. Like we don't have like top-notch receivers but those receivers are good enough and Hollywood Brown is fast and Mark Andrews um always a good target but it seems that Lamar doesn't is not been accurate and that's something he's always needs to work on um and last week Miles Sanders the running back for the Eagles he ran all over the Steelers defense I picked the Steelers defense definitely to be in the top five or even top three and he had 80 yards two touchdowns um so I definitely think the Eagles are going to be in this game, but the Ravens are going to come out with the win. The Ravens' defense has been a thing, um, has been good for honestly so many years. Like that's what they've been known for their defense, and they've been so unstoppable this year. It's so exciting to see, especially with their new additions. Patrick Queen, the rookie linebacker from LSU, has been amazing. He will be defensive rookie of the year. Count my word for it. He's been playing amazing. If he just keeps playing the way he is, he'll definitely win it. We got the Texans and the Titans, and like I mentioned before, the Titans are dominating, and they had all of those days off, no practices, facilities closed, and they still are dominating. And the Texans have struggled. They were started 0-4, and although they fired their coach, the Texans are not winning against the Titans' offense. Derrick Henry is unstoppable, and the Titans are going to defeat the Texans 40-21. to Next, we have the Cincinnati Bengals and the Indianapolis Colts. Joe Burrow, for a rookie um, on the Bengals, is doing pretty good. Like, he didn't have a great game last week. Didn't throw for less than 200 yards. Things we haven't seen from him yet this season, or even in college. Um, I think Phillip Rivers also didn't have a great game last week. Phillip Rivers, it's hard to be a fan of him. He struggles, he struggles so poorly late in the game. He loves to throw interceptions to the other team with like two minutes left in the game and I'm like imagine how many games he would have won if the game ended like three minutes earlier but anyways I think the Colts are gonna beat the Bengals and they're gonna win 34 to 21. The Falcons and the Vikings the Falcons are still looking for the first one of the season and as I mentioned they fired their head coach still don't think that's enough the Vikings are gonna win 24 to 14. The Broncos, Patriots, as I said, they're supposed to play last week, but it got moved to week six. Newton, Gilmore practice. They're ready to play for tomorrow. And I think the Patriots are going to win. Although Newton's been out and Gilmore, they were out for some time. The Patriots are going to win 34-15. Drew Locke returns. And Melvin Gordon has a strep throat, and he also had a DUI this week. But anyways, he's not playing. And neither is the tight end, Noah France. So I think that will be... A big loss for the Broncos offense. So that's why I'm picking the Patriots. 
Washington football team and the New York Giants. Just so I make it clear, I'm not picking the Giants for the rest of the season or the Jets. They but honestly both could go 0-16 at this point. I'm picking um the Washington football team. Alex Smith's first official start since that leg injury, and Washington will win 23 to 10. Browns and Steelers. This is definitely one of the games I'm really looking forward to this week, especially it's a division matchup, AFC North. This has like a little bit more to it this year. Usually the Browns aren't as well. It's not really a game. But not only that, this is the first time Miles Garrett it will be seeing the Steelers. Now we all know what happened last year when Miles Garrett threw his helmet onto backup quarterback Mason Rudolph. Of course, Mason Rudolph is not starting. He's a backup. Ben Roethlisberger will be starting. But I still feel like there'll be tension and um it's gonna be interesting to see. And I think Miles Garrett is going to have a really good game. I think he's going to sack Big Ben. But it is going to be a close game. And I wouldn't surprise if this goes into overtime. Odell Beckham has been playing well, and I think he's going to have another good game. But it's not going to be enough. And I think the Steelers are going to go 5-0, and unfortunately, and win 30-27. to Then we have the Bears and the Panthers. Nick Foles, he played well against Brady. Nick Foles seems to be one of the only quarterbacks that do very well against Tom Brady as he won against him last week on Thursday night, 20-19. And the Panthers also won last week. But I think Foles is going to do it again. And I think he's going to throw for three touchdowns this week. And the Bears are going to win 28-17. to The Lions and the Jaguars, both these teams really struggling. They both need to win for any of the hope any hope in either of their division. I think James Robinson will be the key player for this game and why the Jaguars are going to win. I think he's going to have a touchdown. He's going to have over 80 yards rushing. So the Jaguars are going to win 17-14. Jets-Dolphins, as I said a little earlier, I'm not picking the Jets for the rest of the season. Therefore, <laughs> the Dolphins are going to win 27-7. Joe Flacco is starting again. He's not going to do anything. I'm sorry, Jets fans. It's really rough out there, but Darnold is progressing in practice. He's been, he practiced this week, so hopefully he'll be back for next week. Then we have the Green Bay Packers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Rodgers, Brady, something I'm really excited to see also. The Packers' defense is number two overall, and the Bucks receivers are coming back. They're getting healthy. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a high-scoring game, um, a very offensive game, but I think that the Packers are going to go 5-0, and and they are going to beat the Bucks 38-35. Definitely a close one. I'm really excited for that one, but Packers are going to take the W. And then we have a Monday night doubleheader. The Chiefs and the Bills kick off at 5 p.m. on Monday, both teams went in week five undefeated. Both teams lost last week, so definitely both teams are looking for a bounce-back win. Sorry, Bills fans, you're doing really great with Josh Allen and everything, but I think the Chiefs are going to win 30-21. to And keep looking out for that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and he's going to have another big game, and he will be Offensive Rookie of the Year. I'm also calling that now. I think I did said said that a few weeks ago, but he is unstoppable and I love the way he fits into that Chiefs offense and our last game for the week we have the Arizona Cardinals and the Dallas Cowboys Andy Dalton to start 
I feel like it's going to be an emotional game for the Cowboys, as it should be. They lost, like, their guy, Dak. And the Cardinals have been struggling, too. And I think they're going to win this for Dak. And they're, the Cowboys are going to win 35-20. to 20. And that is all I have for today. Thank you for listening to another episode of Kicking Off with Caitlin. I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know if you have any feedback or anything about this podcast. And thank you for listening.